If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today, I am happy to say I have a very special celebrity guest on the show today. His name is Chef Lidley of AskChefDennis.com. Chef Dennis is one of Google Plus's premier chefs and food bloggers and has over 400,000 Google Plus followers and is the owner of the highly active Google Plus food bloggers community. Additionally, and I can't forget to note this because I thought it was pretty cool, in 2011, he was awarded the most valuable foodie by the food blogging community at Food Buzz. Now, well, thank you. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. But <laughs> mildly, now I very briefly introduced you, but you know, I was hoping you could provide us an overview of how long you've been a chef and what sort of led you to the world of blogging and Google Plus. Sure thing. Um, well, I, I've been a chef for I'm trying to remember how many years it's been. I started actively cooking as a chef, I guess, in the late '70s, uh, early '80s, in that range. Uh, I really got my first job as a chef in the 80s at a restaurant when uh, I had kind of shown up and I pretended I really didn't know as much as I did. I learned some more and uh, on our busiest night of the year, the owner got stung by like 18 bees and, yeah. and couldn't come to work. And I'm in there just happy-go-lucky doing my prep, you know, because I'm just off on the side as a, like a prep cook and not <laughs> too much of responsibility. And uh, they came in and said, guess who's cooking? And I said, who? He goes, you are. And I went, Really? Okay, so that was my trial by fire, and then at that point, everybody realized that I knew more than I had been letting on to, and uh, I pushed out like 500 dinners that night, and uh, kind of just really started me in position as the chef uh, in this one restaurant and in uh, various other restaurants. But I had some great teachers along the way, and uh, <clears throat> the man that inspired me to cook was Graham Kerr. Uh, oh. Graham Kerr was oh. the galloping gourmet, and... Uh, he would just bring people out of his audience and at the end of the show, and he was the precursor to all food shows. I mean, him and Julia were all we had at the time, and Julia was a gem, and she was just incredible, but Graham was more of a showman than Julia was, and he was flashier. And, of course, he was male, and, you know, like we say, it's a man's world in some things, even in, with food, even as talented as Julia was, and he had more of a flash on his show and attracted. So he'd bring people up to his uh, from his audience after he'd cooked something, and he'd enjoyed his wine, and people would moan 
when they were tasting his food. And, I, and I'm just a teenager, and I'm going, wow, what a great way to make a living. And to get this kind of reaction from people through the joy of eating. And I, I obviously, I love to eat, you know, and uh, my mother was a nurse, and she didn't spend a lot of time cooking because she was busy, you know, helping to take care of us with my father and working full time. So I uh, didn't want to stop me from, from eating, so I would start cooking my own foods at that point too. So I always enjoyed uh, being in the kitchen, and then eventually after some travels, I ended up back in the kitchen full time, and uh, for a blogger, my last job, I was working at a school, and, and I took the job reluctantly, thinking, you know, I'm a chef. I guess this is the end of my career as a, as a chef. I'm going to a school to work, uh, and I was a little sad, but uh, what really drove me to it was that I found out I only had to work 165 days a year, and I was like, hmm, I think I can deal with the angst. Uh, <laughs> And when I got to the school, the cook I had was so bad, I, I could not deal with it. And I'm not supposed, I wasn't supposed to cook anymore because I had carpal tunnel in both hands. And it lost some of the feeling in my right hand. But I, I couldn't deal with it, so I moved them to another position, which they excelled at. Uh, and I stepped in and started cooking. Well, I don't know what to feed kids. I mean, I had kids. I know what to feed them, but I don't know what to feed kids in a school. So I said, well, I'm going back to what I know, and we're going to feed them like I've just been doing all my life in restaurants and feeding executives. And I started making them uh, chicken marsala, stir fries, pastas with all these different sauces, anything that I could fit into my budget. And the school went crazy. <laughs> Insane. And uh, loved it. And... Uh, I was like a god at that point in the school, you know, uh, feeding them, which was really great. And I started to think about, I'd run functions, and you never have enough help. And when you get temps in, they're like from hunger. You know, you're lucky that they're breathing when you get them. So I'm thinking, God, I got all these girls. It was an all-girls high school. I got all these girls here that are so bright and so talented. I said, maybe I could train some of them. So I started a culinary program after school. And uh, it was for two reasons. One, you know, I, I like to teach, I love to cook, and I really liked being there and being, these girls were just wonderful. And I said, let me teach some of them. So at the end of my first year, I had 13 students left that had signed it up, uh, 12 of which were freshmen. So I had, I, I dressed them up in chef's whites, and for the, our largest function of the year, I walked them out, and there was dead silence and uh, 150 people that had come to dinner that night. And they could not believe what I had done. And the administration had been, yeah, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's a good guy. He's, he's not any problems. We don't know what he's doing, but it's okay. He's okay. So I had built this team, and they really had no clue what I had done. And uh, I got into blogging because I would have to have recipes for them with whatever we were making in class. Well, I'd be busy all day long with feeding the 600 girls, and then my paperwork and everything, and I wouldn't have time to print the recipes out. So I said, let me start a blog. I'll put them on there. The girls can get them. They can ask me questions. I can interact. How hard can it be? And uh, I went that route. Well, none of the girls ever used the blog. Uh, I now found was that? Was this that was in uh, 2009 when I finally started it. None of them ever used it. None of them ever went to it. Some of the people in the school did, but none of my students. Uh, so I had to go back to printing recipes again. But I got kind of started having fun, and that's when I found Food Buzz. 
uh, may they rest in peace <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, join them. That's a whole other backstory. Um, joined them and they accepted me for who I was. I had there had been a turning point in my blogging early career when I had applied to a, one organization. They said, "Oh no, your your blog is way too ugly. We can't have you." And <laughs> in with us, and I was like, huh, 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 "Oh my God, not not. What do you mean?" So uh, I started, you know fooling around with it, changing the colors and the fonts and making it look a little more presentable and uh, joined Food Buzz. And all of a sudden, I got a reader in Singapore. I got a reader in New Zealand. And up to that point, it was my brother and his wife that were reading my blog, you know. <laughs> you and go. I'm going, how is this happening? And then, you know, I started to make contact with them and I started to form these connections with people all over the world that I didn't know through blogging and friendships and we would meet you know sometimes in real life but mostly not uh, but I was always there to help and then one of these one person came out of the clear blue sky I've been blogging two years and said you know you need to be more than you are you know in a very kind way and said you you're here for us uh, you should go in this direction you're gonna be ass chef Dennis from now on and I didn't know this person from Adam. And I wrote back, oh, really? What are you talking about? And she wrote back, and she was insistent about this. And uh, I started thinking about it, and I went, all right. So I did it, and she, I said, you're going to be my press manager if I ever do make it big because you know, we're still friends now. We talk all the time. That's amazing. But really pushed me in that direction. So then I became more of the person that people would turn to when they had questions about blog. Not not necessarily about blogging, about different aspects. I was providing as much information as I could because bloggers are very tight-lipped about what they do and their mm -hmm. success. And I would ask questions, and I would never get an answer. So I'm thinking, oh, well, I'll Google it, you know, I'll find <laughs> out. And then I would start to share and post what I had learned. And then my tagline was, you know, uh, together we are stronger. You know, share your knowledge, together we were stronger. So I just kept doing that. And that's how I became the Food Buzz uh, Foodie of the Year was, was because of that. You know, that's bloggers from around the world voted on it and voted me that. So, uh, but that was my story into blogging, and then Google Plus happened, and all hell broke loose, and I'm a happy camper. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, and and I, I know exactly what you mean. I, a friend of mine now, uh, Lori Lazier from uh, the Interior Design uh, Community, who actually that's how we met. You were on there for a uh, hangout. She uh, she did the same thing for me. She said, uh, she had me on about SEO, and she said, I think you need to be our SEO. Here's a name for your company. Uh, here's what I want your website to look like, and I want to send you the business because I, I trust you, and I know I can, you know, when I send you the business, you'll be looked after, and my people will be looked after, and I've just, I said, sure, and that's the best thing I've done yet. It's just, what a community, and, and I, I get the feeling that's the same thing as your community. Uh, it's just so helping, helpful, and everyone works together, there's no secrets. We just share what we learn, and I just feel so much richer for it. Absolutely. You know, and David Amerland had posted something about that, uh, I guess about a month ago or so, and it was about how if we really stop to think about it, our competitors, the people that we're so afraid of them finding out our secrets, could really be our best friends and our best collaborators if we would just take the time to try it. Because, you know, we're in the same business, and really, unless we're in the same city doing the exact same thing, we're not stealing business from someone. 
we're and, and we're and by helping them and then maybe we won't share the exact recipe to our secret sauce but you know we're gonna get them close to it so they can put their because they, they don't want to make it just like we're making it either they want to make it their own mm -hmm. and I think enough people that are successful understand that and you know work together you know it's so much easier you have help to do something and, and figure things out and this is seems like this is where Google Plus is going you know, we always say they've put the social back into social media. I think they've even taken it one step further than that. They've really put honesty and uh, authenticity and and just people. They put that person back into it. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can catch it like this. We're doing today. Where could we do something like this? Yeah, and I would never have met you if it weren't for Google+. Plus. Hundreds of people I haven't met. Oh. I wouldn't have met. And it's just... My horizons have expanded. Uh, I know it's affected very positively my business, and I just I can't get enough. It's addictive meeting all these amazing people, and 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 there's <clears throat> at least at this point, who knows what it'll be like later. You know how things get online, but at this point, everyone is truly genuine. You know, like you said, authenticity and. Um, yeah, I guess we could just turn this into a Google Plus love fest. Uh, absolutely, you know, I, I, I always tease people. I said I've drank the Kool Aid uh, quite a while ago, and uh, one of the biggest turning points for me was I was at a Google Plus uh, meeting, and we were talking, and they had put me on the suggested users list for a month. Philadelphia, I was their power user, so they got me on the list for a month, and I was I was like, oh my god, this is wonderful. And after I came off the list, <laughs> it was like uh, I was hyperventilating because I'm losing so many people. Uh, day by day, so I just knuckled back down and I said, this isn't going to happen. I'm climbing back up there on my own, and I really started pushing uh, even harder. But I'm at this meeting, and they're going, Dennis, we, we don't want to be the biggest social media in the world. That's not our goal. And I said, well, what are you looking for? He goes, well, we want to integrate ourselves into every aspect of your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's Google for you. Love it. And I went, can you just put the chip in now and get it over with? Because I'm I'm okay with that. You're a benevolent master, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, they're really they're they're opening up worlds for us, though. I have a friend that I talk to on a regular basis from Milan that I would have never met, and he's dying for me to come out there, and then I'm dying to go. But you know, he'll he'll ping me in the morning. Of course, it's afternoon there, and I'm just getting my coffee. And he goes, "You got a couple minutes?" I'm like, "Yeah." Okay, let me sit down, straighten my hair out a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, you meet people like that, and you talk to them, and, and that's what I love about my show. Good day, Google Plus. You know, it's uh, I bring people on. They go, well, what do you want me to talk about? And I go, I don't want whatever you want to talk about. You know, what do you do on the plus? What do you do off the plus? You know, just talk to each other and have a good time. And at first, it's like, and, and I've had some guests balk at it. Well, if there's not structure and there's not format, I'm wasting my time. And I'm like, okay. You know, you're not going to meet a lot of nice people that way too then, you know. So uh, mm -hmm. once they get over that and they see and they'll say, just like we said, I had never met you if it hadn't been for this. You know, and our network gets bigger. Our, our impact becomes even more effective because we've met other people that will help spread the word if they believe in it. And, you know, and, and you're saying as it grows, maybe things will change. Yeah, maybe they will, but we won't. And I think now we're, we're building such a good core of people on Google+, the people that come on that don't want to be a part of it 
aren't going to see any use for it. They'll try to spam. It's not going to work. You know, Google keeps finding ways to, to get these people out of there. And if they don't want to be real people, they just won't. They'll go back to, I have to say the F word now, Facebook, uh-huh. and, <laughs> <laughs> and just hibernate there. You know, and there's a place for everybody. Not everybody needs to be here. There's something people love Twitter, you know. And they can't see the use in this. That's fine. If people love Instagram, that's fine. I'm on all of them, but I happen to love Google Plus, so that's where I stay. Yeah. Well, that's great, and, and I, I'd love to get more into that. So let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to get into some of the, the finer aspects of Google Plus and, and just uh, it's going to be more love fest. But we're going to get some, <laughs> some good pointers out of it, too. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Life Tips Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and I'm joined by my celebrity host. That is Chef Dennis from AskChefDennis.com, and uh, uh, Chef Dennis is one of Google Plus's premier chefs and food bloggers. And uh, what we're talking about today is well, Google Plus, and we're going to get into some blogging tips as well because I know in your blogging community you must have a lot of uh, great questions that come out, and you must have learned some fan- fantastic tips about. Uh, really making a blog successful. So maybe for the benefit of the, the listeners, 
let's start with that because I know that's the majority of our listeners at this point, and then we can get into some of the Google Plus stuff. So, sure thing. Someone starting a blog, um, obviously a great platform is important. What do you think is the first thing they should focus on? Well, the first thing they should focus on is is their voice and being consistent. Okay, and and I say focus on it because they may not really know what it is yet. So, but they need to find it. Now, someone had pointed out a really good idea that I had never thought of, and I wish I had before. Well, no, I wouldn't, because if I had known what blogging was about, I always tease people. I'd have run screaming from the room and found something else to do, because you know I've got a five thousand dollar camera sitting over there in the corner. You know, all the time and effort and things that it takes in the making, and and never eating a meal really hot, because I've got to take pictures of it first. You know, (laughs) and my wife, my poor wife, finally mentioned the other day. She says, you know, I'd be sitting there smelling it, going, oh, he's got to take pictures of it yet. I can't eat and I'm like, and, and now she's going to take pictures of it. No, I got it already. <laughs> uh, you know, it's something we've done. But you, you need, and the advice I was given, I, I digress, is, and I do that a lot, I'm sorry, is <clears throat> to post before you announce it to the world, okay, to do five posts. Oh, I see. You yes. really, so you got some okay. volume there. Something yeah. Different. Yeah. Because I'll go to a new blogger and it's their first post and sometimes it's hard to get excited. You try to get excited for them and to give them some, you know, help them get some enthusiasm about it and and help them a little bit. But when you have five posts, I can go through and go, oh, I see the direction they're going in now. I see what they can do or I see where I can help them. You know, one of those things will happen. So, you know, it's to get yourself together do a few posts before you really, you know, create your blog. I mean, you might put all five posts up the same day. That's fine. But get them all done. Get them all ready. And then start to announce your presence to the world. Now, you need social media. If you're a brand new blogger, it's very important to have social media because it's going to really bring you into other people's eyes. It's, you're, they're going to see you because of it. And to me, I think the most important step, and we're going to get to Google Plus later, is not to waste time sometimes with social media that are not advancing the way they should in order to help us. And I I tell people now, if you've got a a following on Facebook, don't ever leave it. They're yours. You've earned them. Stay there. Work with them. Engage with them. But if you're not on Facebook, that would not be my priority because it's not going to do that much for you anymore, especially how they treat brands and you have to pay for stuff. It's gone in a different direction. Twitter, I never really understood. I just broke 7,000 followers. I, I don't know why sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, some people love it. So I would still advise, like I would advise setting up those platforms, but using something like DoShare and pushing them all from Google Plus to the other platforms. I am on LinkedIn. Again, Maybe someday someone will reach out to me from LinkedIn and they'll give me something. So I'm on there because of that. But you know, creating a good a good basis of social media is very important to a blogger. Okay, because you need a way to get your message out. And the more eyes you see your message, or the more times that your message goes out, the more times Google will see your authentic as well. And authenticity on the search engine is very important these days to them yeah. picking picking you up and, and using your material. Well, and, and in a sense, optimizations become proving authenticity. Yes. Uh, really, it's it's about 
when a, a search engine sees the content on your page, you're proving that it's authentic to the relevance of, of whatever you're trying to get a ranking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's relevant. And when you're on social, it's about, again, keeping the message similar uh, if you're trying to create a brand. And, you know, if you're a cook, you're talking about food. And you're on your blog, you're talking about food. And, and on your HOAs or, or that's hangout on air like what we're doing right now, you're talking about food or, or whatever it may be. And, and that's why all these signals are so important in social. Google's brilliant. Like it just amazes me sometimes just how structured everything has become. And the, their plan must be mm-hmm. quite amazing because everything has been pulled together to create signals that are so hard to fake. And I love it because, well, we end up with communities like, or well, it is a big community, Google+, Plus, where it's the spam is almost, well, it's there, but it's so sure. easily dismissed. I, mean, mm-hmm. I love it. It's easily recognizable, and they deal with it when you point it out, too. Mm-hmm. And even to go as far as say about the communities, like one of the biggest problems I have with bloggers is the mentality that we has been built into us. And it's not their fault. It's not our fault. And uh, I, I talked to Joshua Berg about it, and you were talking about SEO, and he laughs and says, God, you food bloggers, you, you just make me crazy sometimes because you got to put that same word over and over again in the first paragraph. All right, enough. Once is really enough. Google's going to pick up on it. You don't have to say, you know, pan-seared scallops six times in the first paragraph, okay, or, and in the title. He goes, <laughs> let it go. So what, what they're not understanding now is how the games we used to play when SEO was a game and was involved and you had to be almost devious to the point of knowing how to use it. When Google has been saying all, ar- all along, write good content. That's all you need to do. Well, they have, but there's a reason those those tactics worked. It was because Google was, frankly, it was like, I don't know, the equivalent of a six-year-old when it came to their mm-hmm. algorithms. They really, it, it, and you had to compete against other people who were doing it. So it became yeah. this this game. And now they're finally getting some tech tech savvy or you know their algorithms gotten so sophisticated and yes finally you really are getting rewarded for good content mm-hmm. and not so much of the stuffing and and all that sort of thing and and uh, it's a breath of fresh air talking to clients now because I say just create great content yeah. and we'll help you market it and yes we'll make sure that you've got the word there a couple times but really sure. that's it it's just got to be there that's it. Yeah. You don't have to be keep beating it to death to get it out there and they've made it easier for us to to be SEO savvy without really understanding the algorithms and understanding all the stuff that goes into it. Uh, talking to David Amerland about semantic search the other day, and it's amazing if you've ever had a chance to talk to him. He would be someone to interview. Mm-hmm. He's just he is just unreal, and he talks to the level. I mean, he can talk tech that would just make my brain hurt, and. Uh, and he can talk to me so I can understand it. Like I understood everything he said. Uh, you know, his book was wonderful, but it was just a little bit over my pay grade, you know, of what I can understand. But when he tells you and explains it to you in just everyday terms, it's like, yeah, that's it. That's it. We get it. We get it. And uh, they're making it easier for us to understand in those terms. It's just regular people that aren't these brilliant algorithm tech people that you know know like I kid Mark Traphagen I said you know on a good day I can spell SEO uh, uh, other days I don't want to know about it you know just do it you do it and let me know what I need to do that's all I usually say but Google's not changed it where again if I write good content that's pretty much all I got to do anymore and be visible and, and engage 
Like there's that's the other part of the game that people don't realize. By engaging on Google Plus, man, you're driving yourself up those searches really quickly. It's it's a fast track. And uh, because we're becoming more authentic and people are believing us and we're becoming trusted. Right. And and you know, uh, Stefan Spencer is one of my 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 mentors, I guess you would say, not officially, but you know, I love reading his stuff. As Art of SEO is a great book. With, of course, he co-wrote with uh, a lot of great people. But uh, I, I watched an interview with him the other day, and he was talking about the stuff that it's really come down to, uh, like optimization and SEO has come down to looking and making sure that you've covered all your bases, really, uh, when it comes to technology. And it's like, let's think of, of some more advanced stuff, like uh, your XML sitemap for a retailer making sure that it has images built in. People don't think about that, but that's the sort of stuff an SEO can bring to the table and should know, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And these are things that, you know, an average blogger or user wouldn't have the time a day to yeah. learn. I mean, really, and it's great that there are people out there to support it, and that's where SEO is always going to have some reason to exist. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. You know, and talking about things that you need to know as a blogger, well, you know, there's things you can learn if you have enough time to learn it. You can learn code yourself, and I know bloggers that came up through that world. I mean, they were coders first, then became bloggers, so they'll, I'll never hire anybody or I'll never use that plug-in. I just write my own code. Well, God bless you, but, you know... I, I, I'd start bleeding from the eyes if I had to write my own code. You know, I just it ain't, ain't, ain't going to happen. But I have a friend that does all my stuff for me. You know, and I'm very happy to pay her for her for what she does well. You know, if you were having a dinner party and you wanted to wiggle through it yourself, or you wanted to hire a professional chef who would blow everybody away, you know. All right, which investment is worth? You know, are you trying to impress these people? Do you want to get it done right? You know, yeah, you can do it, but you're you're probably going to end up going to that professional later anyway. So you know, there's people that get paid for what they do for a reason. So, and I'm a firm believer of that. And when I had my new blog designed, I said, you know, all the stuff I need to have, don't you? And she went, of course I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't know if you didn't anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, I'm trusting you. But, you know, the site maps like you're talking about and all, then I would read, you know, Google's a dangerous thing sometimes because you Google things and you say, oh, okay, I wonder if she put that in. Did you put that in? Of course I put that in. Why wouldn't I? You know, it's like, okay, uh, did you do this? Yeah, yeah. And did you do this? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, then fine, we're good. Let me know if you need anything from me. But building your blog, you know, you may think, like, being on Blogger, it's really easy, and that's one of the, like, people are even talking about leaving WordPress now and going back to Blogger, because Google is time, I know, <laughs> I'm not ready to drink that Kool-Aid no. either, but Google, you know, and I never understood why Blogger was not the preferred platform, because even back then, before Google+, it didn't make any sense that it wasn't because of Google being the search engine, so they let WordPress really take over the whole, you know, blogging industry, you know, pretty much as one of the premier platforms. Yeah, we, we I was on Blogger for a long time with Stepforth when we, we used to write a newsletter a week mm -hmm. and uh, write like crazy and we used Blogger and I got off because I think what it was, it was just one of those other tools that Google had put out and they hadn't realized the, the ultimate benefit of it or at least no. they didn't have enough resources to put towards it. They had too many things and... Uh, yeah, and it just sort of fell by the wayside. And I yeah, it wasn't out of it was hell. 
Yeah, it <laughs> so. wasn't a moneymaker for them. It wasn't something that their priorities were on. And uh, yeah, you at that point you need to hire someone. If you try to move yourself, you know, even professionally, we still had a lot of bugs in it. So uh, yeah, it, it was. It, it we still have some of the issues that came from moving it. Um, but and that's why I don't think I'd ever jump. I mean, really, no matter what platforms, quote unquote, best, your own website is the best. Yes. I mean, there's no replacement for that because no, no one can take that away from you. Yeah, and I would never go back just simply for that reason. Uh, and, you know, I've gotten accustomed to WordPress, and it has a lot of good features and a lot of things you can do with it. But I just can't see where they would let something like that sip through, slip through. And, I mean, they would should be building that as good as they're making everything else. You would think that would just blow WordPress away, but it doesn't. But, I mean, if, if you're starting, and depending on what you want to do in your life, that might be a good way to start for you. You don't have to worry about it. But if you're going out on your own and you want that, your own website self-hosted, you know, you need to hire someone to help you make that possible so you don't make yourself crazy. And sure. and you can worry about content. You know, it's your job to write good content. You shouldn't be worried about all these other things. Exactly. You know, and, and in my community, though, we do talk about all those things because people always have those questions. You know, uh, I try not to fiddle too much with my blog now and adding plugins in simply because I've seen what can happen. You know, if I really want something in that badly, I'll just write to my uh, designer, and you know, the the cost of it is is negligible, and uh, she'll upload it for me. You know, some things I can do. You know, I'm not a complete <laughs> complete tech tech cripple, but you know, I know I know when not to. I remember my first designer says, "This is something you should never touch." Do I need to say anything else? I says, "Oh, absolutely not. That's never touch it." I understand that part. <laughs> okay, touching it bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know. I've been there too. I've got a programmer that just shakes his head at me, and I'm pretty tech savvy. You know, you just there's only so much you can learn, right? Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Chef Dennis. I'm really, really happy you came on the show today. So have a great week, everyone, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on WebmasterRadio.fm. Have a great week, everyone. Stay tuned next week for more with Chef Dennis right here on SEO 101. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.